Welcome to There is a Method to the Madness. My name is Rob Maxwell and I'm an exercise physiologist and personal trainer. I'm the owner of Maxwell's Fitness Programs and I've been in business since 1994. That is a long time. All right, so this podcast is all about health and fitness, what works, what may not work, and most importantly, why. Hence the name Method to the Madness. That's a saying I said for a long time with people since I've been training people for so long, having so much fun working people out for such a long time. And uh, when I'd explain to people why things work in fitness, like why we're doing things a certain way or why we're not doing things a certain way, I'd say, you know, there really is a method to the madness. So that's what I titled my first book and that's what I titled this podcast. So today I'm going to talk about what I eat because that came from a conversation I was having with a client of mine and also the sponsor of today's podcast, Mr. Jonathan Gilden and his lovely wife, Lynn Gilden, the Gilden Group at Realty Pros. They currently have over 275 star reviews on Zillow. And let me tell you, they're out there hustling all the time. They've got some of the best social media presence I've seen among realtors. And uh, that's really cool. I mean, sometimes I get these annoying real estate ads in the mail all the time and I think no man what a waste of paper like just come on man like that's not gonna flip me you know and then I see their ads and you see this uh, lovely couple out there promoting some property that they're selling and uh, it's just great appeal so um, check them out so back to my conversation with Jonathan we he likes he, he's a philosophical guy and we you know he likes to know why and I like that like he he's a why guy like all right so do this okay why tell me why you know and that's a good thing I think that's how we learn and as a trainer as a physiologist I've always liked those types of clients because you know just telling somebody what to do all the time and then they do it or they don't do it it gets pretty boring we actually do like to use our brains, you know. We're not out there training seals or whatever, you know, giving somebody a cookie every time they balance a little wooden thing on their nose, right? I mean, hopefully there's a little more to what we're doing than that. So I do like to educate. And uh, among one of our conversations we had, he, we were talking about food. And um, he actually said, and it's a saying that I've heard before, and it's a saying I love, and uh I think he used hippo, but it doesn't matter. I'll use hippo, gorilla, manatee, um, elephant, cow, you know. Nobody asked them what they're eating and how much protein was essentially what he said. And what he meant by that is, you know, we become pretty diligent about micromanaging every gram of food that we eat. And um, I definitely think you need to eat balanced. And I talk about that in my new book, You Can't Outrun a Poor Diet. I mean, that's one of my rules, eat three balanced meals per day. But there is so much truth to the fact that we don't need to be counting every gram. Calories, yes, we want to get as precise as possible 
because it's a lot harder to eat less food than we need, than we're putting out if we don't know what less food actually means. So the reality is this. So for those that don't know, hopefully you know, but maybe you don't know. So cows eat grass, right? That's what they're supposed to be eating. So they eat green grass as their natural substance, right? So unfortunately, factory farms, which I'm not a huge fan of, feed cow all this cornmeal and stuff they can digest, but it's not a natural part of their diet. And it makes them not as healthy and it makes them overweight and all that kind of stuff. And that's essentially what they want. They want them overweight. But in a natural habitat, a cow eats grass. Now, in a natural habitat, a gorilla, one of the strongest, most powerful animals on the planet, way more powerful than us human beings, they're vegetarians. Nobody's really checking to see how many grams of protein that they eat, right? And protein seems to be the fascination with every American. There are people out there that propose ridiculous amounts of protein grams per day for their clients. These professionals say, you need to be eating 250, 300 grams of protein per day. Oh, and by the way, you can get that through my protein drink, you know. Here comes that old insurance salesman again. Remember that ad? Well, I mean, that dude is pretty obvious, but why does everybody fall for that protein stick, right? I mean, it, it's not true. And I'm not going to, I don't want to get too far off into this, but I want you to understand why I'm talking about this. There have been studies that propose that the old AMDR, which is basically the American macronutrient distribution that's used, that there's a lot of fallacy behind it, meaning that nobody really knows absolutely for sure that if we can take nutrients out, like pull them out and say, you need this much and this much, and that's the key. In other words, the people that propose like macro diets, in other words, macro diet people are telling you to eat so many grams of protein a day, hence the macronutrient protein, so many grams of carbohydrates per day, hence the macronutrient carbs, and then so many grams of fat per day, hence the name macronutrient fat. And they might say, you know, like I said, something ridiculous like 250 grams of protein per day. So people are counting their protein. And then 200 grams of carbs maybe if they're eating that high protein and then maybe 100 grams of fat or something like that. Well, there hasn't been studies that essentially back that up any more than the studies that say eat whole foods, that all these foods combined together are what you need, and there's no magic macronutrient, all right? So there's plenty of studies on that, and I can go on and on all day about that. But for now, I just want you to understand that protein is not a magic macronutrient and that we don't really need to be pulling these things out. Should we count calories and all that? Yes, if we're trying to lose weight, we should keep be keeping track of that because there are study after study after study that back that up. But as far as overly worrying about wherever they come from, as long as they are healthy sources, no. 
okay? So that we started talking about that and Mr. Gilden said, okay, so do me a favor and write down everything you're eating. I think he was curious. I think he wanted some tips. He is a healthy eater. He was more plant-based at one time. Um, maybe once, I, I think he is more plant-based now, um, but maybe at one point was even more, probably looking more for, you know, some good guidelines of how to eat a little bit better. I said, dude, that's already done. I read it down all the time. Like I track these things. Um, to me, it's important. To me, I like to do it. To me, it's not a big deal to keep track. So I do. And no, I don't. Do I look at where my nutrients end up? Sure. Do I try to get them in a certain place? Absolutely not. I try to eat healthy. I try to make nutrient-dense good choices. Okay? So let me run down what I eat. I don't have to go look it up because I know what I eat all the time, pretty much. I'll just go through the last couple days. All right. Breakfast typically for me happens usually around after my first workout of the day, which may be my only workout of the day, but definitely after my hardest workout of the day. Um, and it's oatmeal. And I get organic oats that, yes, you can microwave the kind. It's not Quaker. I don't even know the brand, but it's an organic quick oats, it's called. And I get it at Publix. And I have about a cup of that. So I eat a lot of food for the most part so like a cup dry almost that's a lot of oats uh, it's 400 calories or so by itself I will microwave that oh god forbid the microwave huh with a cup of almond milk and if it doesn't look like it's you know liquidy enough I'll add a little more milk or water milk or water then I throw in a quarter cup of walnuts then I throw in usually some, I say usually, I don't want to confuse you. It's always going to be some kind of berries. Typically, it's the organic berries because when you, organic frozen berries, because when you microwave that in, like I put it in the cooking process, then it comes out really good and very, very tasty. And it's not like it's on top. It's all mixed through. And if I don't have that, or if I have fresh berries that I need to use up, I put in a half a cup of blueberries typically. And then I add on top a banana because I love a banana on top of my oatmeal. So roughly that all comes to around 650 calories or so. Uh, who cares how many grams of protein and fat and all that? It's all healthy, right? You're talking nutrient-dense oats. You can't beat it. Nutrient-dense berries, a banana, nice low glycemic index banana, almond milk. Do I eat plant-based? Yes, I do. I seen too much research that says it's not too much, but uh, you know what I mean. When I say too much, what I mean is that I don't think there can be too much research, um, but I have seen enough research to tell me that it is the better way, especially for me to go. And also I'm just a really big advocate for animals and I don't really like I don't like at all how animals are treated in the factory farms and all that so I do go that direction and I'm absolutely not opposed to natural eating of animals like everything the way maybe nature intended it to be but that is absolutely not the way it happens in most factory farms in the United States the animals are very mistreated prior to that so that's just my little spiel on that so that is a plant-based breakfast, all right? Then maybe 
90 minutes to two hours later, I'll have a shake. And yes, I'll have some protein, but not because necessarily, no, not, not at all because I feel I need the protein. I just need some sustenance in the, in the smoothie that I'm going to make. And I typically use this plant-based powder that's a little bit of a mini meal. It's got a little bit of everything in it, including some fat. Plant-based, as I said, um, mixed with almond milk, and I put in a little bit of collagen in that. And what else do I put in that? I put in a tablespoon of flaxseed oil because I know it's really, really good on my joints and I like that and that's why I use the collagen. And I typically mix in another banana and that comes to around 200 calories and I'll have that before lunch. Now, lunchtime I like to have, especially during the week, maybe every day of the week, but definitely during the week like Monday through Friday. That's like my roughage meal. I like to eat a lot of vegetables at lunch. I like to eat a pretty filling meal at lunch. It's my biggest meal of the day. And it's typically a huge salad. And when I mean huge, I'm talking about like I've sent pictures to my friends and they're they're like, what? So it's like a Jethro Bodine. Remember that dude? from the Beverly Hillbillies, remember his bowl of cereal? And uh, he would pour an entire box of cereal into that mixing bowl thing. I don't know, maybe, hopefully you guys are out there my age and older and remember the Beverly Hillbillies. But anyway, it's a Jethro-sized bowl. I mean, I'm serious. <laughs> it's not like a little salad bowl, it's a mixing bowl. And I'll put in a entire bag of romaine or a bag of spinach for the leaves. Then I'll have one to two tomatoes, I'll have a half a cup of shredded organic carrots. Then I'll have a serving, I, I, I grab a handful, so I call it a serving of black or green olives. I'll put in a few pickles because I do like the sodium in that. I'll throw that in there. Then I put on my dressing and I typically use like a nutrient dense dressing, an olive oil, um, but slightly lower in fat. So that's what I typically use. And I wet the salad, of course. Um, now, most days I'll have a little bit of very firm tofu. If I have some at home, if I don't, I skip it. But I will put on a serving of tofu. Then I will have a serving like a quarter cup again of walnuts. I like to throw on the organic croutons because I love the crunchy taste. I know they're not the best thing in the world for me, but I like the crunchy taste. And then I'll have like either a half a cup of chickpeas on top of that or black beans, but this sucker is big, all right? Now, some days I'll have a half a cup of rice with that. Usually if it's made, if it's not made, I say screw it. Or I'll have a potato if it's made again. If not, I say screw it because that's already a big 600, 700 calorie salad as it is. And then I like to have a dessert because I like to eat a healthy dessert. And I, I teach people that if you're at the weight that you like, have something you like. But I don't like to eat junk food. So I will have, this is where I'll screw up, so to say, and I'll have a low-fat, uh, low low-calorie dairy uh, fake ice cream, whatever you want to call it. And that's where I do have that. And I don't like that. I feel guilty when I eat it. Not because I think it's bad for me, but again, trying to get away from all dairy. If I don't have that, I'll have these. Um, it's like a healthy 
Fig Newton style cookie, like an organic style cookie. I'll have one of those. It's like actually bigger than a cookie. It's like 200 calories, but I'll have that for a um, dessert. And then a couple hours later from there, so I hope you gathered all that. That was about six, 700 calories. Then my mid-afternoon snack will be either a repeat of that shake again. And again, I have to stress that I don't feel I need the added protein. I like simply the mix of having some sustenance with a powder. I mean, sometimes I'll simply just do without it and put something else in there like a scoop of peanut butter is fine and tastes pretty damn good too. But uh, so I'll have that or I will have organic creamy peanut butter tablespoon or two on two rice cakes and that could be another snack that I have but I'll have a snack for sure as a matter of fact what time is it 3:30 getting close to that now getting a little bit hungry talking about all this food um, and that's again but that's around 200 calories so if it's the rice cake and peanut butter one that's going to be da, 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 200 calories exactly if it's the smoothie shake it's about 200 as well all right so then I get to dinner, and dinner could be a little bit different every night, but typically I'll give you my most typical. I like to have an organic, like big black bean burger, and I usually put it in the toaster oven to cook, of course, but I like it cooked that way. And I slow cook it, and then I typically add a slice of vegan cheese on top of it because I just like that stuff and then I have it on I think it's called Dave's bread but the Dave's bread whole wheat bun it's 160 calories I have it on top of that then I eat an entire bag of Brussels sprouts because I love to have those Brussels sprouts they're really good for you if I don't have that I have like a ton of broccoli so that's usually my dinner, a big black bean burger with either salsa on it, as I said, vegan cheese or mustard on a, it's Dave's bread, right? The healthier, it's probably a scam, but whatever. Seems to have a lot of fiber in it. That's what I look for. That's the healthier stuff. And then I have the Brussels sprouts or broccoli, and then I will have the healthy Fig Newton bar style thing or the ice cream, the low-cal ice cream, because I do like to have a dessert at, breakfast, uh, at lunch and dinner. So again, that's something trying to pull away from there. You know, it's progress, not perfection. I'm not perfect with that. Um, and again, it's nothing to do with feeling guilty about having a treat. It's about, you know, I just, you know, really wish that we could trust the dairy and trust that the dairy cows are treated a lot better. Um, there have been some movements to get it better, but, and it's just my spiel on this, talking about the food, but I definitely, you know, care about the animals and their welfare. That's very, very important to me. I think if people saw some of the documentaries like Forks Over Knives, um, read the China study, and seen some of those food incorporate, oh boy, that's, uh, yeah, you might not eat it again if you saw that kind of stuff, but, uh, I think you would also start to lean that way too. And uh, to wrap up the food day, um, I will have electrolytes, the noons typically, N-U-U-N-U-U-N, noons. And um, I usually have two or three of those and I drink at least three quarters of a gallon of water per day. I do drink coffee. I typically drink it black. 
when I get thirsty or want some caffeine after 12, I'll usually have teas. I like green tea. Um, I don't eat or I don't drink sodas and things like that. Occasionally, um, Diet Coke, but um, I don't like soda, but that's usually, and I don't drink alcohol. And, uh, you know, then I typically, to wrap up the day, will smoke a pack of cigarettes. And then I head to sleep, so I really don't need the caffeine when I smoke a whole pack of cigarettes. And I mean, hopefully you know I'm absolutely kidding on that. So, you know, my man Jonathan and, and hopefully everybody else out there, that's the food day. And no, I don't go into any of the meals saying, oh, I need this many grams of carbs, this many grams of protein. I mean, no. I mean, we know what we need. And typically when we're low on anything, we're low on good, low glycemic carbohydrates. We start to have low energy when we're eating a lot of crap food. But no. I mean, as you, as you said, you know, as Jonathan and, and smart people have said, you know, the, the old gorilla's not out there, you know, counting as protein grams and they grow to be pretty damn strong and big and all that. And that's absolutely true. You know, we need to really break this down to simplicity and say, you know, what makes a lot of sense? You know, what type of food seems like it's healthier in the situation I'm in? Now, keep in mind that if, you, if you're reading my book, You Can't Outrun a Poor Diet, I talk about the importance of three meals a day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and I'm talking about how I eat two snacks. Well, remember, I'm at the weight that I like. I don't need to lose any weight. So I will have those snacks in there. Um, when people get to their goal weight and that they can be able to do it and not overeat by eating more frequently during the day, then it's a good thing. So I don't want you to get confused. And I talk about that in my book too, that you know, once you get there, if you feel like that you need another meal in the day, hence a snack, go for it. But it's my experience when you're trying to lose weight that it's more important to delay the gratification so you're not overeating all day long, okay? All right, so now's the time to thank my second sponsor, very grateful for, chiropractic physician Doris Antos. She is absolutely great at what she does. She's a wellness queen up there in Ormond Beach. She has a great reputation. She's working with athletes. She's working with non-athletes. She works with um, senior citizens. She's working with young. She works with everybody. And she absolutely works with you for what you need. And I really, really recommend that you check her out. Check out her website. and You can see all the different services she offers it's, it's actually really, really cool. And that's at DaytonaBackPain.com. And I will be putting all of the rest of her contact information in the show notes. So until next time, be max fit and be max well.